and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week of study of Mark's Gospel. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies two chapters of Mark's Gospel for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Mark chapters 5 and 6. They went to the other side of the sea into the region of the Gerasenes. As soon as Jesus stepped out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit came out of the tombs to meet him. The man lived in the tombs. Nobody could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he pulled the chains apart and broke the shackles in pieces. Nobody had the strength to subdue him. Night and day, in the tombs and in the mountains, he was constantly crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down in front of him. He cried out with a loud voice, What do I have to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I beg you to swear by God not to torment me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, because we are many. He begged Jesus repeatedly that he would not send them out of the region. There was a large herd of pigs there feeding on the hillside. The demons begged him, send us to the pigs so we may enter them. Jesus gave them permission. The unclean spirits went out and entered the pigs. Then the herd of about 2,000 pigs rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned. Those who were feeding the pigs ran and reported this in the city and the countryside. People came to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it described for these people what had happened to the demon-possessed man and they told them about the pigs. They began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to stay with Jesus, but Jesus would not let him. Instead, he told him, Go home to your people and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how he had mercy on you. The man left and began to proclaim in the Decapolis everything Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed. When Jesus had again crossed over in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him near the sea. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came. When he saw Jesus, 
he fell at his feet and repeatedly pleaded with him, My little daughter is near death. Please come and place your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. Jesus went with him, and a large crowd was following him, pressing tightly against him. A certain woman who was who was there had a discharge of blood for twelve years. She had suffered much under the care of many physicians and had spent all that she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard what was being said about Jesus, she went up behind him in the crowd and touched his robe. She said, If I just touch his robe, I will be healed. Immediately her flow of blood stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. At that moment, Jesus knew that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? His disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing tightly against you, and yet you say, Who touched me? Nevertheless, he kept looking around to see who had done this. The woman was trembling with fear, since she knew what had happened to her. She came forward, fell down in front of him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your suffering. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue ruler's house arrived, saying, Your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher any more? But when Jesus heard this report, he told the synagogue ruler, Don't be afraid, only believe. He did not allow anyone to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. They went into the house of the synagogue ruler, and Jesus saw a commotion with people weeping and wailing loudly. When he entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. They laughed at him. But after he put everyone out, he took the father of the child, her mother, and those who were with him, and went in where the child was. Grasping the hand of the child, he said to her, Talitha kum. When translated, that means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the little girl stood up and began to walk around. She was twelve years old. They were completely and utterly amazed. Then he gave them strict orders not to let anyone know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. Jesus left there and went to his hometown. His disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue. Many who heard him were amazed. They asked, Where did this man learn these things? What is this wisdom that has been given to this man? How is it that miracles such as these are performed by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joses, Judas, and Simon? Aren't, and aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown and among his own relatives and in his own house. He could not do any miracles there except to lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went around the villages teaching. 
Jesus called the twelve and began to send them out two by two. He gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their money belts. They were to put on sandals, but not to wear two coats. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the area. Any place that is not that does not receive you or listen to you as you leave there, shake off the dust that is under your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They also drove out many demons. They anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. King Herod heard about this because Jesus' name had become well known. Herod was saying, John the baptizer has, raised from, has been raised from the dead. That is why these powers are at work in him. But others were saying, he is Elijah. Still others were saying, he is a prophet like one of the prophets of old. When Herod heard this, he said, This is John the man I beheaded. He was raised. For it was Herod who had sent men to arrest John. He had him bound in prison because Herod had married, had married Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. Indeed, John had been telling him, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias held a grudge against John and wanted to put him to death. But she could not because Herod feared John. He knew that John was a righteous and holy man, so he kept him safe. When Herod listened to John, he was perplexed in many ways, yet he gladly kept listening to him. An opportune day came when it was Herod's birthday. He gave a banquet for his nobles, the military officers, and the prominent men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. With an oath he promised her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What should I ask for? Herodias said, The head of John the baptizer. The girl hurried right back to the king and made her request. I want you to give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter right now. The king was very sad. But because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he did not want to refuse her. The king set an, sent an executioner at once and ordered him to bring John's head. He went, beheaded John in prison, brought his head on a platter, and gave it to the girl. Then the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him, all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a while. For there were so many people coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat. They went away in a boat to a deserted place by themselves. But many people saw them leave and knew where they were going. They ran there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. When Jesus stepped out of the boat, he saw a large crowd. His heart went out to them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He began to teach them many things. It was already late in the day when his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already very late. Send them away so they can go into the surrounding country and villages 
and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Should we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. He directed everyone to sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish, looked up to heaven, and blessed the loaves and broke them. Then he kept giving pieces to his disciples to set in front of them. He also divided up the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. Then they picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. There were five thousand men who ate the loaves. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side to Bethsaida, while he himself dismissed the crowd. After he had sent them off, he went up the mountain to pray. When it was evening, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and Jesus was alone on the land. He saw them straining at the oars because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night he went to them, walking on the sea. He was ready to pass by them. When they saw him walking on the sea, they thought he was a ghost, and they cried out. They all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke with them and said, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Then he climbed up into the boat with them, and the wind stopped. They were completely amazed, because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they stepped out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran around that whole region and began to bring sick people on their stretchers to where they heard he was. Wherever he entered villages, cities, or the countryside, they were laying sick people in the marketplaces and pleading with him that they might just touch the edge of his garment, and all who touched it were made well. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.